0: If you want to determine the value of your brand or if you want to establish the value of your brand, this is a podcast episode for you and the title is The Price of the Name Brand Equity.
1: It starts with perceived value. However, again as as you build your brand and your presence online as you deliver on the experience that you promised, right? So every brand has
0: this is Maria.
1: A story behind it that they consistently tell.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, so, uh, that's what really drives the decision in the first place.
0: Maria is the founder of equity media. She's a copywriter turned brand equity developer. She is a digital agency co-founder, vice president, PR and board member of Toastmasters. She was seen on ABC, NBC, Fox, and many other platforms. So tighten your seatbelts because the value that you're going to get now is immense. If you want to learn more about me, You can go to issuesingh.com, I-S-H-U-S-I-N-G-H.com, issuesingh.com, and learn more about me there. If you want to learn more about the evolution of this podcast, that is, Starting to Know, you can go to startingtoknow.com and learn more about many business-related topics. In-depth information, nothing superficial. Why don't we start with the very first thing? What is that you do at Equity Media?
1: Yeah, so uh, my name is Maria Popova. I'm uh, the co-founder of uh, Equity Media. So what we do is we uh, help entrepreneurs build assets.
0: What do you mean by that? Can you elaborate a little bit more there?
1: Yeah, definitely. So... Branding is generally the industry that has grown immensely since, you know, the last couple of years, you probably noticed. Mm. Everybody talks about personal branding, building brands and stuff like that. So our take on things is um, you see the market uh, crashes right now. Mm. There's a lot of brands out there that... um, Kind of have the status quo, and um, this knowledge is still pretty elitist. So, what we uh, do with our companies, we help uh, smaller businesses uh, develop their own brands, uh, mm-hmm. and um, by that, develop their own assets.
0: Okay. And what is brand equity to you? Like, let's start from from that part. Yeah, you said you help businesses of majority of the sizes. Like, you cover all the sizes. But let's start from the basics, like the fundamental part. What is brand equity to you?
1: Yeah. So first of all, let's let's split it into what brand a brand means and what equity means. So, yeah. uh, a lot of people immediately think about uh, logo, typeface, uh, brand colors, and things like that. You know, when when you talk about branding. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, uh, what a brand really is is a feeling or a. Yeah, the gut feeling that people get when they see your company, or they they come across your company for the first time.
0: So, what was the second part?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so equity is, uh, of course, from the uh, financial world, right? It's it's the market value, uh, but also in in terms of brand equity, this um, value is not always tangible. Mm-hmm. Um. So it it is created from the perception in the first place, and then assuming your company goes public, mm-hmm. uh, this is when it really starts playing a really really big role, uh, because then it translates into the market share and and market value.
0: So can I say brand is a perceived value of a business or perception around a business or about a business? Can I say that?
1: You can, definitely.
0: And what is the most valuable brand you know?
1: Yeah, so this is really difficult to say because there's <laughs> a plenty of brands out there and they all have their unique identity. They have their unique positioning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, of course, the first brand that everyone thinks about is Apple and mm. I have uh, quite a few products of Apple myself. Mm. Uh, at the same time, as I said, we... Um, with Equity Media, we we strongly believe that this is not only for uh, big corporations. Uh, we have worked with um, businesses of all sizes. We have uh, collaborated with uh, major brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what we found um, from that experience is that we actually feel so much better helping um The smaller entrepreneur out there to to really make a difference by creating their own assets and becoming more independent from those big uh, corporations
0: in a way. You touched on the point of Apple um, Mm -hmm. and you have Apple products as well. We do have in our house, like we have a lot of Apple products at the same time. I saw Apple in a different way. I'm not an Apple user. We do have products at our home, but it's, mostly used by my wife. So I'm not that much fan of Apple right now. So I want to ask you your perception when you bought products or you saw this brand first time or maybe uh, still you're buying this product, what is going on in your mind? Is that the quality? Is that the reliability? What is that? Of course, you're not going with that Apple logo. There has to be something else.
1: Yeah, definitely. So uh, indeed, there's a lot of touch points, uh, but I don't want to um, overbore your audience with you mm. know, the, the professional marketing vocabulary. I don't think mm. this is necessary. Uh, but indeed, it takes uh, a lot of time to create the right perception so that people indeed have a very good feeling, a strong feeling about why they have to choose your product um that's in the category with all you know similar products out there so why indeed when you go for another smartphone uh, you buy apple and not samsung you know Mm -hmm. both are pretty strong brands however again numbers show that that apple is is much more popular
0: and how do you value a brand how how can someone value a brand
1: yeah. So it starts with perceived value. However, again, as, as you build your brand and your presence online, as you deliver on the experience that you promised, right? So every brand has a story behind it that they consistently tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that's what really drives the decision in the first place. So once you have had this experience as a customer, right, and you want to repeat that and the brand consistently delivers on it, this is when you, yeah, the the brand perception is very strong. Of course, you can also see um, uh, a lot of brands on the stock market, right? And you can also see how sometimes, you know, the decisions to buy a certain stock or to sell certain stock, right, are made emotionally. So Mm -hmm. they're not always rational decisions.
0: How can a, a company with just a logo, for now considered as just a logo, how can a company with just a logo and a name can become a brand? How much time it takes? I know a lot of time. I know I have built things myself as well. What do you think being an explorer like? how much time it takes, what it actually takes Uh, more than time.
1: Yeah. So uh, if you want to do it faster, it will take a lot of money to make this uh, logo recognizable, Mm -hmm. uh, to put it everywhere. Like, you know, literally this is what Coca-Cola did, right? They put their product almost everywhere on the planet and it took several decades and, um, you know, also substantial investments. Mm -hmm. Uh, Today's technology allows doing that way faster. However, I would say... Do not try to, I wouldn't consider logo and the brand name to be uh, the the main assets in this regard, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, because the logo, for instance, is the visual representation of what you stand for as an organization. So your identity and your values need to be clear before you even start designing uh the the rep, the visual representation for that
0: okay so once you got that what's going to be the next step then
1: yeah so i wouldn't uh, indeed consider the the process once the logo is finished to be the the ultimate end of the journey this is really just like one of the intermediary steps
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: so let me give you an example right so uh in our practice we deal with more or less two main types of clients, right? Uh, Ones that are uh, already in the business and they haven't developed many assets as of yet, Mm -hmm. uh, but they have reached a certain ceiling as to how far they can go with their current positioning. So, that's most of the time they realize that this becomes a bottleneck, and that drives their decision to really take a step back, uh, nail their positioning down, nail their values down, uh, create the culture uh, in their organization that would really represent. So, not only talk about those values, but actually act on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, again, even the big brands are sometimes very inconsistent, right? They may be talking about, social justice and, and things like that on their website, mm-hmm. but um, how they uh, operate may be really far away from that. So this is where, you know, we really try to point out to our clients the best we can that like, hey, this is why you're not succeeding with the story you're telling, because this is not true. Mm-hmm. You're not delivering on that promise.
0: Mm-hmm. And you've mentioned asset as a point or word a couple of times during this conversation. If you don't mind, like, can you break it down for me? Like, what do you mean by asset? Because you said logo is not an asset. So what else can be considered an asset?
1: Uh, I didn't say that logo is not an asset, (laughs) Uh, a logo is an asset, so I I, I didn't, uh, what I meant is that uh, a logo doesn't equal a brand, so you having the logo doesn't mean you have a brand.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Um,
1: So, yeah. Uh, So assets, indeed, the the brand name, the logo, your products, um, or digital services, right? These are all assets, but also uh, media mentions, the attention you're getting, this is also part of the brand equity that becomes very, very important. Uh, So let's say if you have a strong following on uh, social media platforms, right? These uh, these are also your brand assets. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. All the content you create are your brand assets,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that's why um, you know. So the 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 long term value of these assets is immense. So that's why uh, big brands such as Coca Cola. Nike and others are very, very protective as to how those assets shouldn't and, and shouldn't be used, you know. Uh, and I think a very good example of that is uh, the movie Ford versus Ferrari. Um, are you familiar with it?
0: I have not seen that. So this is going to be first time teaser for, mm-hmm. for me as well. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay.
1: It's, it's not very recent, but... And uh, again, so there's like plenty written about uh, Henry Ford himself and his Mm. vision, right? So he was spending indeed immense uh, amounts of money on marketing when it wasn't really common within his industry to... Uh, to dedicate so much time and thought into uh, creating a brand, right? But it's no different than building a heritage. If whatever you're working on today is important, not only to you, uh, but to a large group of people and you want it to grow, right? When when you're no longer there, this is what you need to be thinking about. That's how you ensure the perpetuity in a way.
0: How to grow the brand equity, the perceived value keep mm-hmm. on pushing keep on grinding uh keep up with the current happenings take your take um or give your thoughts give your opinions about what is happening currently keep on pushing like as i said is time the only factor or is there or are there other ways as well to grow brand equity
1: well look so first of all let's say you're developing a product or a service so The consumer is the one who decides whether this is something they want or not, right? So you can never exclude them from the equation, right? So you, you have to be always working closely with the people who will be using the product. Mm-hmm. at every stage so that's number one so that is there a real need for this right uh, but even beyond the need right so branding is what really makes you stand out next to you know pro- products in the same category the next thing right once you know hey this is the technology that's gonna help a lot of it and you have some some proof of that uh, you need to be thinking about how to make it even more attractive right so this is when the design, all the visual elements become very important as well, right? And again, if you think about Apple, um, they incorporated the design very, very early on, right? So they knew that how their products look aesthetically is going to be one of their unique selling points, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's like a lot of things to consider, really. So there is no one-size-fits-all solution, Uh, But there are, um, yeah, there is a number of systems and strategies that you need to be implementing and. Another thing as well, a lot of decisions you need uh, to make regarding what is our culture within the organization and how do we make sure that we only hire the people that fit fit in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it means that you are not only branding uh, outside of your company, but you're also in a way taking control of the internal communications. If I were really to, to summarize that, also what we do with Equity Media Uh, is we help you communicate whatever it is that makes you unique and valuable in a way that would be easy for people to grasp and realize and it's very difficult for companies to do it by themselves without you know hiring somebody externally to help them because it's almost like a surgeon operating on on himself mm-hmm. you shouldn't be doing that because you actually cannot see what it is that makes you uh unique and different because that's that might be so trivial for you uh but this is where you really kind of needs um yeah the perspective
0: are our personal bl- brands equally valuable as corporate brands
1: uh so throughout history there's been uh, plenty of examples of very successful collaborations between personal and corporate brands and within our organization we really advocate for personal branding a lot uh so Because plenty of studies also show that, again, people do not emotionally relate in any way to a logo, uh, but they do relate to a a human being that they see on the screen. So that's one of the uh, things that makes personal branding so uh, powerful. Uh, another thing, again. So, who do you immediately think of when when I say Apple?
0: Steve Jobs.
1: Exactly. And what about Tesla?
0: Elon Musk, the famous guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, do you think uh, that without having those charismatic personalities, this company would be so uh, as financially successful as they are now?
0: Thought provoking question. Yes, I would say personal branding matters. But my question to you was is that equally valuable? Is Elon Musk equally valuable as Tesla if Elon Musk is gonna leave Tesla today So Tesla... how are you
1: gonna measure that? <laughs> yeah that's
0: that's my question like that's my question So is it equally valuable like or or we cannot even measure that That's the answer
1: yeah so um, as I said, brand equity is perceived value that's Translates into market share and and market uh, mm-hmm. price, right? Uh, so not every brand reaches that stage when they go public and then they have a certain number. But mm. you also see what what happens on the market. The numbers change every day. So what would you consider as the source of truth? However, again, if you take uh, a company that's been, you know, showing substantial growth uh, for, you know, c- consistent growth over the last 10, 20 years, right, uh, that's um, a pretty safe stock to invest in, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, then you would say, hey, well, this company has uh, earned that that status in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for that to happen, right, you need to ha- to to take care of your reputation, right? You need to have good brand management. You need to be consistently delivering on the promise. So all those things start to matter. Also, mm-hmm. how good you're protecting your own assets.
0: Yeah, so it's not only about creating them, it's also saving them from the competition or maybe other other things that are around the brand or maybe the niche of the business. That the business is in maybe if someone is having a factory that is nearby the water resource and that water resource is getting polluted so this is good. there's going to be a different perceived value of that brand in yeah, the, in the in- eyes of the buyer is going to be different but the people who are around that factory or something like that is going to be different right
1: yes totally so that's why indeed there is positive and there's negative brand equity right of course um when the company is uh, public or when the company is exiting the uh, debt equity ratio uh, plays an important role, but this is all, again, like boring financial vocabulary, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So not everything is measured in numbers. Um, However, again, uh, a lot of brands, for example, during the rebranding process have done surveys, um, how do people respond to the old logo as opposed to the new uh, updated logo, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or sometimes the companies are uh, going through, um, you know, a scandal or something sensational that that has a lot of negative coverage in the media, which affects uh, the reputation of the brand negatively, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it can literally make or or break your brand if you are not uh, attentive to those signals and if you do not take your brand management under control. Uh, in due time now
0: the next the next thing that I, I want to like focus on is i know there are certain stages or elements of a brand equity or in order to make a brand strong there are certain things that needs to be done or should should be done if you want to make the brand successful or more favorable in the eyes of the audience or the customer persona that the brand is targeting where do you focus more as a as a company or where do you tell your customers to focus more?
1: Yeah, so the answer is in our name. It's Equity Media. So um, our main focus is uh, all social platforms, all major ones, online media. So if you can dominate that space and you can build a strong reputation there, then you know you can set a pretty strong foundation for your brand uh, to uh develop into substantial market share as well. And uh, again, you uh, probably know that a lot of startups do not do that on the early stages and when they actually need to have this presence and they need to have uh, a community, right? That's when it's kind of a little bit too late already. So this is something that you want to start doing as early as
0: possible. It's a money problem. Like initially when the, when the company is rolling out, they have to buy a lot of tools in order to do this. I'm just taking an example for now. Like if it is a tech product, they have to spend money in order to like see who's using the product and onboarding then different like then another one. Like there are so many costs associated with that one. Now, like when it comes to marketing, when it comes to branding, there are like other costs as well. So now like I, I'm coming back to the same thing. Like it's, it's a money problem. And if, someone does not have the money like it becomes a little bit of chaotic there because in order like uh, in order to create community start putting it down on social um hiring people things like that like of course this is the desired way to go but initially like if the company is just starting out they're just debating themselves i like, should we invest there should we not but again like if you see from a long-term perspective as you mentioned if you want to sustain for a long time you have to think from a branding point of view and then there's no right time of doing it right time of doing it is from the starting correct
1: exactly uh even if you are considering exiting with your startup right Having um, a brand at those early stages, at least, you know, it doesn't have to be solidified because indeed it's a process that takes some companies decades, right? Some companies like experiment Mm -hmm. with their logo design for decades, right? Mm -hmm. This is like a living organism. But you need to nail the the fundamentals down as early as you can, right? Indeed, the the company culture. So this is in the beginning, of course, for everybody, it's a trial and error. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that, hey, you should be making an either or decision. Mm -hmm. uh, Because from what we see with in our experience, is it's end-end and, um, decision, right? So you need to have this as a system in your business, and once that is set up, you need to add the next system to it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, so you should totally uh, spend money and effort into improving the product. However, again, the best way to do that is to push it to the market, make sales, and people who would connect with the values of your brand would be much more receptive to it, right? So you can make your mistakes there. Uh, but again, um, if the company doesn't have or is not able to allocate funds to its own growth, then I would really uh, question the, the management decisions because to me, this is like the kind of mismanagement, what you would call
0: Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm.
1: it's it's a matter of uh, the percentage that you spend there from from the funds.
0: I totally agree, hundred percent true. Is there anything like is there anything hidden in the names or like any name can can become a brand? Uh, we have talked a lot about it. Like I was just I was just thinking I'm gonna ask you now. I'm gonna ask ask you now. Like if we are gonna keep on putting money behind like any name, any X Y Z name. If the company name is A B C. Uh, if I'm going to keep on putting money behind it, can it become a brand or it has to be a catchy name like Apple or Google?
1: Um, so it really depends. There's plenty of examples of successful companies that do not have a, a catchy name, but they do have plenty of other unique selling points in a way. Mm-hmm. Or their, their brand equity consists of different components to it. So I I would say in the beginning, if you're just uh, starting out, this isn't going to matter that much. However, uh, if you as an entrepreneur in the face behind the company uh, put yourself out there and start telling the story of, hey, I launched this because... You know, I was looking for ways to solve this and this problem. This is what you know the the stories that that people really connect to. They do not care about the name that much, right? Mm-hmm. And there are different principles uh, that can be applied to naming, right? So there are names that are abstract; they don't really mean anything in the real world. So they're made up names. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are names that uh, reflect the purpose of the company right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's different and all all kinds of combinations as well. So that really depends on what are you looking to communicate, who you are talking to, what's the best way to express that, right? So Mm -hmm. so that's definitely not something you should be thinking too much of in the beginning. However, if people uh, start to get to know you as issue, the guy who is amazing at growing businesses, Right mm-hmm. or helping people scale, then this is gonna be be so much more memorable than whatever name you give to your company.
0: Read to so to somewhat extent, yes. Uh, initially, it's a dicey ball game. It happened to me as well personally. Uh, we started out and it was a it was a chaos. In the end, we had to change our name. So initially like, you don't foresee the problems uh, you see from a different lens. Like you just want to start, you just want to s- start rolling out right now instead of like focusing on trade name, copyright, like every single thing. Right now, like things are so much fast moving. If you're going to make a business plan, I'm not that that kind of person. Maybe there are other people like make a business plan, like do this, register there. It's going to take time, like do this i am i'm like like a 5 minute kind of person i got a thought i'm going to do it i'm going to do it without like even giving a deep thought whatever happens happens it's a it's a matter of change yeah change can be done during the process as well maybe at the later stages i agree any final thoughts that you would like to share with the founder or the entrepreneur who's listening to this episode right now?
1: Yeah, I would like to uh, wrap this up with the the following. So what you just mentioned, indeed, um, I would say do not think about it too much if you're just starting out, right? So your number one priority should be to re- really talk to people and solve their problems, also, make sure you get paid for it. So that's the first thing. Uh, <laughs> once uh, you have some success with your services or your product, then you should be in- definitely looking for ways to improve that. Again, so what we really find important to make people realize is that you do not necessarily need to have a uh, you know, seven, eight, nine figure budget over Coca-Cola to start your own brand but what you do need to have is very very clear understanding uh, why you're doing this who is this for if you don't have that long-term vision then it's probably not going to be that important again there's like plenty of examples on the market when uh, brands do not nail uh the their values um well enough so the brand is either acquired and it stops Existing the way it was, right? It like totally, it, 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 identity totally dissolves in this new acquired uh, corporation and stuff like that. Uh, Or they just blindly follow the trends, right? So, or they copy what everybody else in the market is doing. So, I think the best uh, decision you can make for your business is actually do not be bothered with what others are doing. Really figure out what it is that. That makes you unique and why the people that work with you and and pay you, why do they work with you and not somebody else? Because this is where, you know, really the answer lies.
0: Very important lesson there. Thank you so much. Yeah, so the customers who have bought your products can tell you the actual story why at the first place they bought it what clicked them rather than assuming going out there and redoing your ICP ideal customer persona or creating like more and more in-depth documents in order to find out like what's happening uh you have the data in front of you in terms of your customers so go talk to them i agree there where can we learn more about you and your business if someone wants to get in touch
1: yeah, definitely so the fastest way to reach me is through social media. Handle is a real Maria Popova on almost any uh platform you can imagine. So, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. So, mm. those are the main ones where I'm hanging right now. Um yeah. So, okay. if you found the content of this podcast interesting or you would lo- um, you're really struggling with your own positioning just, you know, send me a DM.
0: Thank you so much, Maria, for coming to this episode today. This really means a lot.